0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benefits Mom Podcast. I am your host, Tara Nickel, and if you're looking to gain back your mom sanity, you are in the right place. We cover everything motherhood, kids, relationships, school, work, even that dreaded C word, chores. We cover it all. My goal is to help you take back control of your life and find that happy place as a mom because when it benefits mom, it benefits everyone. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so excited to share with you one of my amazing Instagram pen pals, Shell Shapiro. She is a fantastic networking and career coach out of my home city of New York. And she is gonna share with us some amazing tips that you can use right now, especially if you are somebody that is still looking for a job or if you're a recent graduate and still looking for that first job out of school, she will give you some great tips. And if you are someone that's still looking for that perfect new job, please make sure you Hit her up for some help and advice. I'll make sure I have all her information in the notes here so you can connect with her. So let's all grow and learn in our careers with the amazing Shell Shapiro.
1: Shell Shapiro, thanks for coming on the Benefits Mom podcast. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm excited to be here and drop some knowledge on everybody where I can. Hopefully it'll, uh, it'll sink in a little bit.
0: Yes, we've been communicating so much on social media. I'm so glad we actually get a chance to talk on video. So for people who haven't uh, gotten shelled yet, uh, what, what uh, is your field
1: of expertise? Yeah, so what I've been doing is helping um, college seniors, recent graduates, and career switchers to figure out what they want to do and also to do it more confidently. I teach them how to network, how to engage with others um, in an online platform, specifically Instagram or LinkedIn so that they can optimize their profiles and engage more and be intentional with who they're connecting with so that they get a better successful result.
0: Very good. Networking is a little bit of a tricky thing these days with social distancing and the pandemic. So what have you told your clients to do as, as far as networking goes?
1: Well, I think this this also can be true, whether or not you're doing it on, on a Zoom call or in an online space, it can certainly be in person too. When we get back out there, um, you wanna always be really authentic in your connections. And for me, I'm very introverted. So when I was in a social setting in person, Um, I was always very timid about who I could connect with, um, if they would actually accept me and um, realize that I was an authority on certain things, or if they would just kind of like gloss over what I had to say and move on to the next person. So I'm actually really enjoying this online space a little bit more because it's giving me that little bit of a shield to come out of my shell more. Um, So either way, uh, I have, I know this to be true, I want people to get out there more and I want them to get out of their shell and I want them to find people that they can connect with, whether it's one person a day or one person a week, if you want want to really start small, but be intentional with that one person. Um, I am somebody who, I hate being salesy. I hate coming across as somebody that just wants something from somebody else or is trying to get you to buy the thing that you don't even know if you really need. So when I say be intentional in who you're connecting with, I also want you to remember that you need to bring value, that it goes both ways. You shouldn't just connect with somebody for the sake of connecting with them to get something in return. I want you to connect with somebody that you can teach something to, or that you can help out. Um, Look at who, who that person is that you're reaching out to and see where you can find like a, a common ground and help each other and support each other, learn from each other. And then, and then your connections can grow from there.
0: Yeah. You know, I find that to be so true because even on LinkedIn, a platform I know that you and I have both use regularly. It's so much easier to get that connection request accepted when you've been commenting on their post, or you've been following what they're doing, or you add that little note and not just hit connect so that, When the person sees your name, they already, it's already warned them. They already know a little bit about you from what you engage with them before.
1: Yeah, and to that same point, Tara, um, I can't tell you how many connection requests I get without a message attached. So I don't know if that person saw me commenting on somebody else's post and it resonated with them too. I don't know if we have mutual people in common. I can see that, but sometimes I might not be close with those people to know who's the one that really piqued that interest. If they don't tell me why we're connect, why they want to connect with me, um, I'm more inclined to not accept it because I have no idea what you're looking for from me or if I can give you anything to help you out. So, People should take an extra minute or two to craft a personalized message, just letting that person know, hey, I saw your comment on this person's post, it really resonated with me, or hey, I see that you're doing this on your profile, I'd love to learn more about that. Give them a quick synopsis about why you're connecting with them, what you're hoping to get out of it, or what you think you can give them on on that end too. Um, A lot of times I just ask people to, openly so so that we can support connect so that we can support each other like hey I'd love to be able to support what you're doing feel free to let me know when you've posted something and then I can comment on it Um, and that goes a that goes a really long way if you take the time to give that extra message and it personalizes it too so that you're not getting the hey insert name here and then they don't change it or like they can't tell me what they really found interesting about my profile or what I do. And they're like, I don't, people have told me, I don't know. I don't remember why I connected with you. Oh no. (laughs) That, that's really heartwarming too, right? I don't want to connect with you if you don't know why you're connecting with me. Don't just hit that connect button, send a message.
0: Yes, those are some good tips on how to do it too, because you only have so many characters in that note. So mentioning a post that they liked or something about your profile can definitely uh, personalize that for sure. What do you think um, when people are, you know, out of work, like some people are right now during COVID? They they see a job that they think they might, you know, be interested in, and then they apply for it or they're really self-conscious and they don't have every single qualification so they you know pass it by and they don't do that and I know we as women are notorious for doing that if we don't recognize every single thing we're like oh no there's no way they're going <laughs> to consider yeah. me so w- what do you think um especially during covid are like some good things that people should be keeping in mind when they're developing their own uh job search strategy yeah
1: i mean i'll start off by saying Men notoriously apply for jobs that they are not 100% qualified for. And that's why they're so much more confident in putting themselves out there because they've been conditioned to do it again and again and again. So if you're looking at a job description or you come across something and you, you only like think you're qualified for part of it, but not the entire thing, or you don't think you have enough training, whatever the reason is that you're like, mm, I'm not 100% sure I'd be good for this, apply anyway. Because... Any skills that you're missing that you don't think that you have for that, you can easily develop. They can teach you that. But if you have the dedication and if you have the drive to do it, and if you show them that you're interested in that, whatever that job is, they're more likely to want to engage with you further. So even if you don't think you're fully qualified for it, apply anyway. And you know what? The worst thing that can happen is you apply and you don't hear back and that's still practice for you. That's practice to get yourself out there again and again and again. And the other thing that I would add to that is when you're going through your job search, try to find people to connect with directly at those jobs um, rather than just hitting that apply button and applying online. If you've already applied for something online, go on LinkedIn, use it as a search engine and see if you can find the hiring manager or find somebody that's in that department and reach out to them to let them know, hey, I just applied for this position. I'd love to, I'd love to talk to you more about this role and find a way that I can help you and your your company to really um, engage and, and connect on that level. The other thing that I think people miss the opportunity here is you're still a cold contact at that point. They don't know you. You don't really know them aside from the fact that you really want this job or you, you want to connect with them. See what their activity level is like on LinkedIn and start engaging with their posts before you even reach out to connect with them. Because Great if tip. you engage with their posts, then you're already going to start warming yourself up in their eyes. They're going to see your name and they're going to be more inclined to accept your connection later on if you're already engaging with them. Um, and so that I think that's something that not everybody knows to do um, and it can certainly help. Um, the last thing that I want to say about this, especially if there's like a career gap, um, like for, for moms, if they've stayed home and helped raise the kids, if they're not right sure if they can go back to work. Um, those are, you do so many things as a mom that People don't do on a day to day basis. So, use those skills that you use to be a badass mom, put them on your resume. You highlight them. Like, you, were you the head of the PTA? Were you the head of this committee? Did you help arrange snacks for like whatever? Like, whatever it is that you did, I am certain that those soft skills, those transferable skills, can highlight you even more and especially help to explain why there's a career gap, if if you wanna call it that. I actually wouldn't even say that being a stay at home mom is a career gap because you're, you're working harder than anybody else. So use that to your advantage, put that on there. Don't leave that out.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think there's lots of soft skills and leaders, uh, leadership skills that moms have that should be highlighted uh, I think that um, I want to jump on the soft skills piece because I think a lot of people, when they're thinking about their resume, they're thinking about all the things they've done, all like the concrete things they can show someone and they forget about the, the soft skills. So if, if you're someone that really hasn't uh, thought about that, what's kind of like a, a good like, first step to start thinking about like, what are those soft skills that I have that I can you know, give to my, my next employer?
1: Well, again, specifically for moms out there, um, think about what you do on a daily basis, raising your kids. Are you constantly like rearranging the schedule on the fly because something came up last minute? Um, Are you good that, I mean, that means you're, that shows that you're good at going with the flow. You're easily adaptable. Are you good at like handling crisis situations? Like you're good at problem solving. Um, There's so many different ways, like, you have to make the lunches. You have to do the laundry. You're cooking dinner. You're doing all these other things, and you're right now. You're probably even homeschooling your kids too. That some companies still call it multitasking. I'm going to call it batching because you're doing all the things together that can help move you forward. Um, so no matter what you what you want to call these soft skills, especially as a mom. Trust me, you have them. So think about what do you do on a daily basis and like how can you boil that down to like a concrete skill that somebody who's looking at your resume or your online profile can be like, oh, wow, she's really great at this. I want to hire her. Um, So you definitely have the skills. You just need to look for them to, to identify them.
0: All right, for all the moms out there who are working from home or working and balancing having your kids virtual learn, whether you're Zooming or Google Meeting or Google Classroom, whatever you got going on, I have some great news for you. I am launching an exclusive group coaching program on October 5th, specifically to help you guide and set up a fantastic plan and strategy to master this school year. It has been a wild ride so far for me in this journey and I wanna share what I'm learning and tactics that are working for me with all of you. So we will be covering virtual school in school, how to work from home, how to have those conversations with your boss, your colleagues or your clients about your new work schedule. How do you set up time for your family? How do you differentiate when it's work time and when it's play time, especially with those little kids at home? And more important, more important above anything else is how do you take care of yourself? How do you find those small moments, even if it's just two minutes a day, to spend time on you and make sure you are always your number one priority? So if you are interested in this program, starts october 5th please send me an email tara at and i will set up a time to chat with you and get you all set to master this school year let's get back to the episode yes i love that yes batching i think i'm going to start using that now instead of multitasking we, we've kind of done that already that, that that's the old word yeah yeah uh, what are your thoughts on getting to know the, the the company itself? Because a lot of times when you, you know, you talk to the HR person or the recruiter and, and it sounds really great. And then unfortunately you get there and then the first couple months you realize that, you know, the people there just aren't so great. And now that it's everything's so virtual now, you really won't have an idea of what the company is like until you actually get there. So are there any, uh, tips you have of ways you can kind of figure that out from what the company's kind of showcasing on social media to see if if it will be a good culture fit?
1: Yeah, culture fit is really important. Um, I came, I, my previous employment was at a small company where I was there for a really long time and it was, I wish I had known and not been so naive. To realize that that the I was it was not a culture fit. Like I was going to be doing all these things, and all these other things were going to be coming at me that were not positive. Um, so I would for people that are hesitant to go into a workspace or even work remotely without knowing what what they're getting themselves into fully. Beyond the HR person, I would find somebody else at that company to reach out to, ask for an informational interview, ask if you can hate the term pick your brain. Find, find a different way to say it. Um, but ask if you can get to know what their day-to-day is like. Let them walk you through what they do on a daily basis. Who, who are they accountable for? Who, who do they have to answer to? Um, are there any issues that come up on a, on a recurring basis that they have to navigate? Um, what are some of the challenges You also want to ask these things during your interview, like your regular interview too, because you're interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you. You want to know more than just like, yes, I want this job. You want to know that this is the right place for me and I think I can thrive here. Um, A lot of times I think people forget to ask these questions and you you do. You want to know, has this position been open for a while? Um, why is this position open? Is it something that you've newly created? Did some of the last person leave for a particular reason? Like, why has this position been listed for the past five months? Are you holding out to find something specific that you haven't found yet? Um, there's all these questions that you can ask about what might be going on behind the scenes that you don't have access to. So whether you're asking the HR people during your interview, or you're connecting with somebody else that works at that company, in that department, in other departments, find out what what their day-to-day is like, what's really going on. Yeah,
0: I like that you mentioned the fact that um, something's been open for a while because I actually had that experience uh, once where I had gone in for an interview and they were really looking for something specific but I had completely glossed over that part of, of the job posting and just saw it as like, oh, I'm qualified, I'm gonna interview but they were really looking for something specific and that's why it had been posted for like you're saying like five, six, seven months. So that's a really good tip. Yeah,
1: the other thing I would remind people to ask is, especially if the job posting has been listed for a while, are, you, are they even still looking? Um, and I don't mean to ask this when, when you're talking to the HR person because if they've called you back, they're probably still looking. But if you see that something's been listed for a while, maybe they hired internally or maybe they found someone that, and then they didn't remove the post. Because um, I've certainly hap- had that happen before where they're not looking anymore, but they forgot to take it down. Um, and then you're just kind of like sitting there in limbo. Like, why didn't I hear back? How come nothing is going on? well, they're not interested. They're not interested in anyone anymore. So if you, especially if you can get in touch with somebody else that's at that company, besides the HR department, they can let you know, oh, well, we we filled that months ago, or we're no longer working. We did this instead. Somebody else can give you that insight that maybe HR can. Yeah.
0: Yes. That That's a good thing too, to see, to contact them and, and make sure that they're still looking. And then maybe that turns into something in case they're not looking for something in particular. Yeah. I wanted to get your your thoughts on this because I see, especially on LinkedIn, a lot of people having different thoughts on the topic of quantity over quality during COVID that, you know, you want to search for the right company. And then there's uh, the other side that says, well, companies don't really know what they want. So if you find the title that you like, you know, you, you, you should apply for five or six of them because the company's ideals should change so I was and since I was going to have you on I was I was really curious to get your thoughts like do you think the quality over quantity still applies uh, during
1: COVID um it's hit or miss for me and I'll I'll tell you why is because I I do want you to be really intentional when you're intentional when you're reaching out to a specific company look up their company page on LinkedIn not just go to also go to their website but specifically on LinkedIn go to their company page see if that job listing is, is there, see what people are connect, are there that you can connect with. Um, and that way you can find more people that way to connect with um, rather than just a job position or a title. They might have other openings that they haven't posted about that you don't even know until you have a conversation with somebody specifically at that company. On the other end, if you are specifically looking to do a certain task and have, be in a certain role, and the company is not as important to you, then by all means, like search for job titles. But then the same strategy applies. Find people that have that job title. Find people that are already in that position, doing the thing that you think you wanna be doing and talk to them too, to find out what their day-to-day is like and what kind of stuff they're actually working on. That way you can narrow down, all right, I thought I liked this, but now after you just told me that, it doesn't sound like it's that good of a fit for me anymore. So I want you to do both. I want you to be really intentional when you're connecting with the specific companies, but I also want you to take the time to evaluate, is this really the right thing for me if you're looking for a specific job title? yes,
0: I love that. Then what would be your number one tip for someone that really wants to start taking their job search strategy seriously and not just kind of hitting apply like what what's the number one thing that you always try to tell the people that you work with well first
1: off start just start start somewhere start with one start with five whatever number is most comfortable for you um and then take that a step further take that to commenting on people's posts comments on five posts a day once once like it be, once you get beyond that first person, comment on five people's posts a day. Um, and I don't just mean like, hey, good post or like just giving them a thumbs up or like- Right, yeah. <laughs> tell them what resonated with you in that post so that they can, one, that's everybody likes good feedback. And two, oh, yeah. if, if there's something that like you are really, really interested in, then you can get on their radar to start having more conversations with that person about those things. Um, and also the more that you interact with certain people that are of interest to you, of importance to you, that you wanna be in that space with them, follow them. You don't necessarily need to be connected with somebody in order to see their stuff pop up in your feed. Um, Of course, when you connect with somebody, you're automatically following them, but the same isn't true in reverse. So you can follow somebody before you're connected with them and start interacting with things in your feed that really resonate with you and, and with people that you want to know you.
0: That's a great tip too. Cause I've, I've shared that with some people as well, like the follow follow. You can just keep track of someone without actually having connecting and all the messaging parts So definitely great tip there.
1: Yeah. And it keeps, it keeps people warmed up. It keeps the conversation going, which is so important, especially if you want to come across as authentic and genuine in your actions, the more that you can communicate with somebody, even if they don't interact back right away, the more that they see you, the more that they're going to be like, Oh, Hey, like I see this person's like commenting on my stuff a lot. What are they commenting on? Like, can I post more things about this? Can I reach out to them? And then you don't even have to do the work anymore. Because right. they're already like seeing you up front and center. You're already in their mind. They're going to reach out to you and do the work for you. So I would say just get more consistent with, with commenting on other people's posts and showing up, even more so than posting your own content. Yes, definitely.
0: Definitely connect more. Okay, now we get to get to the fun part of the interview. I'm just going to ask you some fun questions that I like to ask all my guests. It is your cheat day. You can eat whatever you want. What's on
1: pizza in the menu, pizza, pizza, pizza.
0: Yes, that is, that is mine. I, I grew up in New York on good pizza and that's always what I want to do. If I have a cheat day, just eat pizza.
1: (laughs) I mean, there's, there's plenty of other things on that list too, but pizza first and foremost.
0: There you go. The way to start it. What is your ideal vacation spot?
1: I love being out in nature. So there's really not a clear-cut answer for me here because I could be in the mountains, I could be by a lake, I could be by the ocean. But ideally, ideally, I need to be in a tropical climate, on a beach somewhere, lounging on on the, the side with like a drink in my hand, under a palm tree, feeling the nice breeze. Like just let me relax. Let me take it all in. Doesn't matter what tropical island, just put me on a tropical island.
0: Yeah. I like that. Uh, What is one win that you've had this week? I know everyone's having crazy weeks sometimes
1: with COVID, but what's one
0: win that you've had this
1: week? Uh, Actually, um, I'm going to tie this to one of your uh, recent episodes about um, portraying like self-care and stuff on the outside. Um, My win for today is that I boosted my confidence just by putting on a dress. Um, I am wearing a dress right now. I had a rocky start to the morning. I was like, not really feeling things and couldn't get the day started. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to change it up a little bit. I'm going to put on a dress. That is my win for the week because it it really, to your point in your, in your previous episode, it makes you have this different confidence and aura about yourself that you might not have otherwise had, or you might've been missing and couldn't figure out how to get it back put on a dress this morning, and now I feel great.
0: Awesome. Yes. So if you moms out there have not listened to that episode, go back on the Benefits Mom podcast website and go check it out. It's a good one. And I share a nice, fun story. Um, I know you're also uh, in the New York area, and I was just talking to somebody else about the skyline, and that I love to look at pictures of the 59th Street Bridge, because I actually walked over that during the blackout oh, yeah. <laughs> back then. Uh, so it, what is your favorite uh, image of, of New York?
1: Um, I live downtown Manhattan, so I am surrounded by, by water. I have the South Street Seaport, and I have Battery Park all around me, so water, water, water. Um, I love being able to just look out and see Brooklyn, see New Jersey, see Staten Island, see all the different things, the bridges, and the ways that we can connect with the outside world. Um, as I, similar to me being on a tropical island on a beach, like I want to be surrounded by water. And so I'm looking the opposite way of the buildings, I'm looking toward the water.
0: Very nice. I love that. That's one of the greatest things is that there's so many. So much water and it just gives you a great uh, perspective. Um, Any uh, final tips or advice that you want to give all the moms out there?
1: Just keep showing up. Um, Even on days when you don't really feel like it, um, reach out to somebody you know or somebody you don't know. Connect with at least one person a day. Um, I have several accountability partners that I connect with during the week just to help keep my morale up keep me on track, keep me accountable for even getting the tiniest little thing done or being like, Hey, Shell, what did you do today? Like, tell me one small thing that you did to help move your business forward. Um, Because sometimes it's really hard to get out of your own head and get out of your own way and recognize the small wins. So just keep going. Uh, You got this. And even when you think you've failed for the day, um, learn from it and fail forward
0: all right i like it fail forward so where can my audience um follow you and, and reach out to you
1: yeah so um as tara knows you can connect with me on instagram at shellstation with a c um, and on linkedin you can reach out to me at michelle shapiro nyc that's my handle um, of course, you can always go to my website, connect with me on other social media platforms. My website is GetShelled, um, And if you do the forward slash smart links, smart dash links, you can get all my freebies and up-to-date information about the latest. But you can get there just by going to the normal website itself. So whatever way you want to connect with me, I'm out there in the world and ready to accept your connection.
0: There you go. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Shell, for dropping some awesome wisdom this afternoon. And thank you to all the listeners. And we will see you on the next one. Thank you again, Shell.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: Thanks again for tuning in to the Benefits Mom podcast. If you have been enjoying these episodes, please share them with a fellow mom friend of yours and head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. And remember, if it benefits mom, it benefits everyone. Have an awesome day.